your favorite podcast, my favorite podcast. It's the Brain Candy Podcast. Here with me, as always, sounding a little less sultry, but a little bit still Just sultry. Enough. Just the right amount. Yeah. Susie, Queen of the Universe Meister. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 180. Oh, that, that's getting nice. up there. It's a nice round number. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. If you would like to try $30 off your first order at HelloFresh, use uh, visit HelloFresh.com and use promo code BRAINCANDY30, and you will save 30 bucks off your first week of deliveries. Um, how are you doing, Sarah? I am doing fantastic. I'm a, still like a little hungover, almost from 24 hours, more than 24 hours ago. It's like no two-day hangover. No way. Yes. Wow. Uh, with, you know, it's like... That's what I get for going to one of these wonderful events that I did. I went to uh, a wine tasting in Las Vegas for my husband's company, and they had six, we did one tasting with sixteen different wines. I had like one sip and spit out most of it, and I still left wasted. Drunk. You can't even help it. That's a lot of wine, even so for us. Much. <laughs> I would just have a taste and then spit it out, and just because it's entered your mouth, you're and it was just big red cabs. And it's all wonderful and fantastic, but I woke up the next day like, oh my God. That's not I was, worth it to me. No, it wasn't worth it to me either. I'm like, I can't do that. That's no. not for me. Mm-mm. I will, and then I was watching other guys at the end of the night because these were really great bottles. There, when they found out that the you know, tasting was over and it's time to leave, I saw guys just chugging, just going, oh, got to have the rest of this, finish this. They probably finished a half a bottle of 16% alcohol right there and i'm like oh some they're gonna be waking up feeling it no i'm not into that no but lifetime experience and it was yeah, great so good yeah i'm glad you're back yeah i thanks. did something that you'll be jealous of <gasps> what what i saw the movie coco <gasps> a new disney film pixar did you love it it was great yeah did mm-hmm. you cry no i did oh my god i didn't know you saw it i did <laughs> well i knew that if you did see it you would be crying yeah but I, did. I, I didn't know you saw it because you didn't mention it, and you're usually, like, obsessed with telling me. I know. It. I can't believe I didn't mention it. Did you not like it as much as you thought, or what? No, I absolutely loved it. I was, I, I, you know, I was... Because when you saw Moana, you had a very different reaction. Yes, and here is why. I Well, I mean, why would you think? Do you have any... I assume because this one was uh, a boy. Yeah. Oh. And, like, Land and I had a whole discussion about this. I cried and I was really emotional because I understood how this is a narrative that a lot of kids can connect to, that kids will be able to relate to, that there's a huge percentage of the population that is feeling this movie the same way I felt Moana. And I was crying because I'm like, oh my God, they have that. Like, that's so wonderful. (laughs) And, but I didn't have the same sort of connection to the, um, you know, stories about the family and the culture and it was a little boy, but I got it. I loved it. I thought the animation was phenomenal. Yeah. I thought the storyline was perfect. I thought everything, I mean, it's, it's Pixar, so it was great. Yeah, it was so original. So original. You know, it was not formulaic in any way. Yes. I like that about it. And what did Lincoln think? He loved it. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, and it, I like how it really, they do a good job of making it, so that all kids will enjoy it for some reason, yes. whether it's the music or like he liked the skeletons. Oh, I loved them. You know, or the adventure. There's really something for everyone. Mm-hmm. So I, I was glad to uh, see it. What about the 25-minute Olaf 
stupid thing that you had to sit through at the beginning of the movie. Did you see that? <gasps> what did you go see it recently? Yesterday. Okay, they took it out. What is so it? So Landon and I went about two weeks ago. Oh, I heard it was garbage. It was. It was. Oh my god, we What's have to talk Olaf's about this. Olaf's like revenge or something, something. like family. Like it's, he's on a hunt for like what their tradition is. First of all, totally culturally insensitive, and like, and. The entire time it was an ad for Disney. Yeah. Disneyland. And I could I could smell it. I mean, it was so obvious to me. And Land and I were just looking at each other like, this is Yeah, I read on awful. Twitter that they were getting rid of it. And I it wasn't it, good. working with and audiences. You could hear the people like kids getting like uh, antsy and like parents being like, What the hell is this? And kids being like, When's the movie starting? Yeah. This was happening because it really shows how Pixar has a phenomenal way of captivating a child's attention. Yeah. And, I mean, remember the movie Wally? There was not even a single word in the majority of that movie, and a two-and-a-half, three-year-old could sit there and watch the whole thing. Yeah. And it they shows the you, ball in this one. Well, the, uh, that it doesn't matter if they're characters that they like. If you don't have a wonderful storyline and you don't have things in play to really, like, keep a child's interest in the right way mm-hmm. they're like what is this garbage this is trash i can tell you're advertising to me i don't even i mean they don't know that that's what you're doing but it was garbage <laughs> well i'm glad they took it out yeah and i bet you liked the movie better because you didn't see that in the beginning because i went into that movie and the first 15 minutes was spent like can we forget about what just happened 25 minutes ago i cannot believe i, I this just occurred to me what? that you and landon with no kids yeah go into kids' movies, and he does not think it's weird. But like, I cannot I believe it's a kid movie. I mean, it well, is. Well, it's okay. a animated, I should oh, yeah. say. But, yeah. like, it's designed for kids. Yeah. It's made for kids. Yeah. And you are like, hey, let's go see Coco. And he says, okay. He, it was his idea because he knew that I really wanted to see that. Oh, my God. Like, now that – so I have not seen a movie yeah. in the theater that yeah. wasn't for kids yeah. since 2000 <laughs> – 11 December. Whoa. Uh, you the movie what it was, was The King's Speech. Oh my God. <laughs> and uh, that was when I was pregnant. And that was the last, last non children's movie I've seen in a theater because oh. I'm never going to get a babysitter to go to the theater. Right. And oh, so I really am yeah, you're really missing, missing out, out because I love films. Yes. And so the idea that you, childless, oh, barren. I see. Chose to go to a children's movie, not a movie it that blows you can. my mind. Okay, I get it now. Yes. But I know you see other films as well. But we like, do. We see the movies. There's we so many good movies, movies out there. I know. Well, you know what also is we have a very limited, we like, <laughs> We like to go to this movie theater that's like fancy schmancy and they deliver wine to you while you're like in the movie theater because how else would you want to watch a movie? Mm-hmm. And they have a very limited selection and half of the movies are in 3D and I, I am not that. seeing that bullshit. No, me neither. I hate it. I always feel like I am about to have a seizure. It's terrible. It. It's awful. It's basically paying for motion sickness. I agree. So if I'm not going to do that, that takes away all it of the... It could be the wine, though. <laughs> you're wasted, and you're like, I just don't like 3D. <laughs> I hate 3D. But it didn't happen in the regular Thor, so everything's fine. So yeah. that takes away all a lot right. of... And they only have a couple movie options there, and there's always, like, one for the old ladies, you know. I'll probably tell you the King's Speech or something. Who has a lot of options. Who? Brooklyn and They Sheets. sure do. They have all different patterns. They have... Polka dot, striped, solids, and they have pillows and comforters as well. Mm-hmm. You can get your whole pack. 
you can get really nice sheets, really nice pillows, really nice comforters. And we have decided this would make a great gift because a lot of people need new sheets, but they never really think to buy them. Yeah, especially like guest bedroom sheets. Yes. Yeah. So just in time for the holiday gifting season, Brooklinen is offering a great deal. We love Brooklinen sheets. If you try them, we know you'll love them too. Brooklinen has an exclusive offer for our listeners Get $20 off and free shipping when you use promo code BRAINCANDY at brooklinen.com. In fact, Brooklinen is so confident you'll love your new sheets that they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all your sheets and comforters. There's no reason not to give these sheets a try for yourself or a gift this holiday season. Give the gift of luxury sheets. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code BRAINCANDY at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, promo code BRAINCANDY. The best sheets ever. They won best of online bedding category from Good Housekeeping. I know. I posted a picture of it. I know. Yeah. I saw that. Oh, I was like, I, I, yeah, I'm totally up on that. <laughs> You're info. like, I told you that, yeah. Susan. No, I just think that's really cool. Well, it was just a coincidence. I was reading through my Good Housekeeping looking for some oh, holiday right. recipes, and I was like, yeah, Dang, number one. I got the number one sheets on my bed. And they really are the great. They really are. So there you go. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Oh my gosh. Somebody said that we should do another weird and wacky, which oh, we should. We totally should. So we should. can like act like this is that. Well, I this we I kind of got a good segue, but it's a weird and wacky new reality show that I have to have your take on. Okay. Okay, so have you heard of this new show on Bravo called Stripped? No. Okay, so here's the premise. They take a couple or a um People who are cohabitating, yeah. living together, roommates, friends, whatever mm-hmm. it is, and they strip them of all of their belongings for 21 days. Mm-hmm. And then every day they can choose one item to bring back into the house. Mm-hmm. And they will say that your cell phone and a charger count as one item. They, were, <laughs> they made sure to, to write that. Um, what, is the, what is the point? So, th- well, that was my first question because I saw it and I'm like, oh, this is so gimmicky. This mm-hmm. is so like, what is this? Mm-hmm. But a lot of the people who are there or who are on and cast have a real attachment to possessions or a lot of who they are and their identity is embedded in uh, like their stuff or mm-hmm. like the who they present to the world as far as like their outward appearance. Mm-hmm. So the one that I saw was a woman who was a stylist and she had just like a ton of shoes and a ton of bed. She had one of those um, counters in the bathroom where there's no free space because it's I all can't. filled. I can't either. Okay. First of all, my first thought was, dang, they just want to go on this show so somebody else can clean up their stuff. <laughs> right. right. It's like a good, or, good organization like move. Mm-hmm. And then throughout the whole episode, you know, and this was only one one episode, they have these kind of like revelations like oh my god the stuff didn't really you know what are they doing all day i don't get it okay so they have to well that's the other catch is that they have to continue about their normal business and she was a stylist so she had to go to a red carpet event with a dress that with like no makeup and her hair undone and she just washed her washed her uh uh hair with like i don't know hand soap or whatever she chose for the first thing and they have to choose what they want so her first thing she chose was a dress then the second day she chose a pair of high heels like shoes then the next day she chose like deodorant or things like that so every day i'm not kidding and by day 21 they kind of have this 
well, man, I lasted for this long and I didn't really need that much stuff, so maybe I have too much of an attachment to stuff anyway. And then they go through them all putting the stuff back in the house and they're like, honey, do we really need this many of this thing? And then these couples, this couple wanted to have a baby or the guy really wanted to have a baby, but she was like, mm, no, my shoes are more important. And then by the end of it, she was like, if I could handle this, I think I could handle a baby. What so, do you think? W- when you ask for your makeup, is just one thing or do you get the whole kit? Oh, good question. You know what? I don't know. I think maybe she didn't get she didn't get her makeup back. Yeah. The whole what time. What about like so you could have prearranged visits so some people can come by and like but that you can't just like call up your friends and be Why? like, "Yo, whatever, bring me food." Like it has to There's be There's no food? Friend That's not a no, possession. No, they they provide you with food. They give you you're on a um This is the weirdest show ever. They provide you with a uh like enough to eat and then they like toilet paper stuff they like give you food rations Mm. but they don't give you a fork or knife you have to ask for that and you're stuck in the house you can't leave you can go to your regular job you just can't get there with it you have a car you You can't have a car if you ask for your car back is the thing the guy asked for the truck back on the third day his truck so he can get to work i don't even get it i'm so angry and i don't know why and so i i mean but i ended up watching the whole entire episode (laughs) And I was like, I think there may be something to this, but oh, I'm going to no. give it, I'm going to give it another shot. Yeah, it's interesting. And it really made them, pe- the people, but then I thought it was real funny because they gave, they had pets and the pets were allowed to keep all of their possessions. So she had a dog that <laughs> had like funny. 40 outfits and she's like, man, I was looking at that dog shampoo and the first ingredient is like coconut oil. I'm like, that could really work. Yeah. I know. I she's would like use using it. her dog stuff. That is crazy. Yeah. I'm glad you watched that. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. It was, uh. I feel like you learn you know, a valuable lesson. Yeah, that I really like my stuff. And the other thing is that they <laughs> that I count, don't want to go on. I script. don't want to go on that show. They count how many items you have in your house. Uh-huh. How many items would you guess you have in your house? Mm, no idea. Right, I wouldn't even know where to start. These people had over ten thousand, mm. which like seemed like a lot. But then I'm like, are we counting everything like buttons? Because yeah. I got a bunch of craft stuff. I could have ten thousand. <laughs> Just crafts alone. I got like a thousand buttons. <laughs> In the life-changing magic of tidying up, is that yeah. it? Yeah. Um, she does not like when people keep buttons. Yeah, I'm sure she wouldn't. They <laughs> spark very little joy. But you know what does spark joy for people? What? And this isn't even a segue right. into a commercial. You know, it sounds like <laughs> right. one. Teddy bears and those kind of things. And I was listening to NPR, and they were talking to me about a job, a woman who's an organizational expert, and she has, like, her main title is person who helps you throw away your teddy bears and stuff you're really attached to okay that's her type. i mean i it, i'm sure it's shorter than that but right. she like comes to your house and helps you sever the emotional attachment to your teddy bear so that you can throw it away that's great and you are you gonna her, hire her no i was thinking about that i'm like don't you dare come near lammy <laughs> well i mean i think if it's one that's not that bad Right. Because isn't it that usually people have... Maybe. They're too sentimental about so many things. Yes. That's But like if be... you pick it up and it sparks joy and it's your... She yeah. suggests that you blindfold the dolls because it dehumanizes them and takes away their energy. Remember when your dog ate... Uh, what? Lincoln's... <gasps> mm-hmm. Eyeballs off of the... Uh, yeah. He has 99, his lamb, but then... There's also Broey. Yeah. And Sigmund ate Broey's eyeballs, so he had yeah. to get purple, purple replacement. Oh, my God. I can't believe my dog is the one who destroyed your child's <laughs> loving toy. I'll never forget that moment. 
That was terrible. And he looked so sad. Yeah. Not and uh Broly couldn't even cry about it. Oh. He had no eyes. Um, did you hear about the lady who was marrying her chandelier? Okay. <laughs> Objectophilia. Yeah. Well, guess what his name is. Okay, okay. <laughs> this is going to be great. Okay, she's marrying her chandelier. Her chandelier. You could get this. Chandler. <laughs> no. It's a Pierre. Close. I want to say Pierre. It's Lumi- yes, Lumiere. Yes, Lumiere. Yes, yes. Yes. Okay, that was it. I knew that it was going to be something like that. Okay, but Chandler was a appropriate that was funny. guess. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if she was really big into nineties sitcoms. Crystal. Okay, that could have been good. Crystal. What if Chandler. Lumiere has an affair with Crystal? Uh oh. The Scots. Right. She says she loves all of its curves and mm. she loves snuggling. Snu- <laughs> I'm not kidding you. It that if you were to line up <laughs> objects and you said put it in order of snuggliest to least snuggliest, I'd put. Chandelier. Right towards the bottom. Way on the end of not right, snuggly. Right, with like your steak knives. <laughs> right? Like, I'm dying. What else yes. could be there? Scissors. <laughs> a chandelier. A weed whacker. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you know what? She sees the beauty in it. Okay. How long have they been together? That's a good question. I and don't know. Did they wait till the wedding night? To, <laughs> I to, don't Did he so. wait till the wedding night to turn him on? <laughs> i what do you think about it i think that he's the light of her life oh no okay sarah and he really brightens up even the (laughs) darkest times stop it's gonna you're gonna keep going and then it'll get funny again oh my god do you do you are you into it though it says i love kissing and cuddling lumiere you want to see what she looks yeah (laughs) <laughs> wait her or him also what's the what's the pronoun that we're using with lumiere uh it's a boy okay because that makes sense here she is oh it's exactly what i expect her to look like yeah does it say how long they've been together in there okay you know what's funny she yeah. cuddles it in the different direction than i in my in my mind in my mind's eye now you get it like <laughs> that, I, I you're like fi- oh, okay i pictured I her cuddling it in the same direction that it hangs, like if you were to hug somebody and they're standing up, <laughs> she's basically cu- cuddling what you would call the butt, the bottom. <laughs> I'm trying to give them a visual image, like describe what this is. Right. Well, no, see, now what they're now referring to her as her. Oh, she Lumiere says is I couldn't stop name. thinking about her and how beautiful she was. Oh, it's the same she sex has, marriage. It's the same sex marriage. Well, that now I'm <laughs> outraged. No, I'm kidding. Right. Well, that's disgusting. They're never getting a cake. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Good one. It's oh something. my gosh. Uh, yeah, she ad- identifies the the woman whose name is Liberty. Yeah. Identifies as objectum sexual. Os. We've talked about those in past uh, lifestyles yeah. and weird and wacky. Yep. Says her first love was a drum set at fourteen years old. Wonder what happened. Okay. We know this lady. <laughs> okay. She was in the documentary. Because her name is Liberty for a reason. She was the woman who legally, she changed her name in 2010 because she was in love with the Statue of Liberty. Oh, yeah. She traveled to New York six times to visit it. Right. But the distance took a toll on their relationship. (laughs) Long distance relationship didn't work out. Stop 
this what is, is so it? good. Do you think, though, maybe she just really loves how this gets her so much attention? Because oh. this is now her identity. Yeah. Is that she's the crazy lady that marries objects. Well, I don't. Th- I think it reinforces it. In the same way, on reality television, bad behavior is reinforced, so they keep acting like that. It says, although Lumiere is the only chandelier that wears a ring, Liberty explains she loves all the light fixtures in her collection. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she doesn't want to play favorites. (laughs) (laughs) So crazy. They all turn her on. Right. Get it? Yeah, I I just thought you'd like that. I love that. Um, What? I, I'm just I'm thinking of so many exciting weird uh, and wacky things to talk to you about. What do you, you got? It's not got? weird and wacky. What? Omaha steaks. They are delicious. We are. I swear they're going to like sell out. I think they might because my <laughs> father-in-law is getting them. Yeah. My neighbors are getting them. <laughs> my brothers are getting them. It is such a great deal. Omaha steaks is offering, and they're delicious. And you don't have to go to the supermarket, and you can just have this delicious meat sent to your door. And they're offering a $49.99 deal on the family gift pack when you go to omahasteaks.com and enter our code BRAINCANDY in the search bar. And that's 75% off. Our listener, Christina, was like, that's cheaper than Wawa or wherever she shops. (laughs) And like, that's what's amazing is these are super high quality, but they're cheaper than you're going to pay your grocer for like garbage. I tried to order just the two fillets that are on there individually. More expensive than the entire box. Right. So, yeah, if you want, you can get all of this. Here's what's in the box. Two filet mignons, two top sirloins, two boneless pork chops, four boneless chicken breasts, four kielbasa sausages, four burgers, four potatoes au gratin, four caramel apple tartlets, one Omaha steak seasoning packet, plus get four additional kielbasa sausages free. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter my code BRAINCANDY in the search bar, and get 75% off savings. It's the gift guaranteed to be a hit. And it's just for our listeners. And you get everything for only 50 bucks. So yeah. do that. Yeah. I mean, or don't, whatever. I mean, starve. I don't care. <laughs> Definitely um, get that. I actually read an article about how to mindfully shop at the grocery store. Oh, this is actually, I mean, actually, this is really good advice. Yeah, because here's the thing. And this is part of why I love the Omaha Steaks deal so much. I really hate grocery shopping. Yeah, me too. Oh. And so. I clicked on this because I was like, I got to figure out a way to make it not so terrible. And it really was, I guess, good advice. I mean, it's very simple and it's sort of mindfulness in general yeah. applied to grocery shopping. What do you do? Um, you mentally prepare before you go in and do breathing, whatever. Mm. But then when you're in the store, you try not to do that thing where you like do it as fast as you can because you hate it so much, uh-huh. which is what I do. Okay. It's like freaking supermarket sweep when I'm in <laughs> Go for the hair dye. Go for the right. hair dye. And like, uh, it's encouraging you instead to be, first of all, thankful that you can buy food, which is mm. important. Oh, I bet that would make all your food taste better. Yeah. Gratitude like, is a good yes. uh, reminder in general. And of course, if you can afford to buy food that is something to be thankful for Mm -hmm. and then especially when you're you know with the produce think about how many people it took to grow that thing instead of it being just like throwing it in the car i bet you save money on those shopping trips too maybe because i would think do i sometimes i um like impulse buy 
True, it does. And it's usually impulse buy with healthy foods like vegetables. I'm like, oh, I probably need these. I'm going to buy some, and then they. Although, go if you sort of romanticize them, it maybe you're more inclined to buy them too, though, because if mm. you're like, oh, this beautiful lettuce, and then it rots in your fridge. Yeah, that's but true. I mean, you know, happy medium. Right, it's just something to think about. I'm going to try it because I freaking hate doing that. So yeah, I'll let you know how how it works out. I mean, you'll see, you people will see me in the grocery store and you'll be like, don't bother her. She's being mindful. I feel like I had a story about the grocery store. Oh, were you the one telling me what happens when you try to refuse plastic bags or when you try to. Oh, I think we were having this. Because now I've started doing this. Yeah. They don't know what to do. Oh, it was started with the napkin. Yeah. The cocktail waitress on the airplanes giving cocktail you, or napkin, cocktail yeah. napkins on. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of like cocktail waitresses. Oh, no. I know. No, don't write me, flight attendants. Don't. You're they more than are that. Not. They're You're all more about than safety. That. You're about safety. It's very important. <laughs> You're about putting my seat up all the way. I get it. Um, so I started to do two, th- well, first, when you <clears throat> refuse a plastic straw with my metal straw, people can't handle it. Yeah. And Susie can't handle it, so yeah. that's fair. Uh, but if you try to refuse a plastic bag in Orange County, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. Why? They're like, but they're free. They always remind me that they're free. And then I have to say, I know, but I was one of those people who voted for them to, you know, not be free. And I really think oh, that da da da. So, so in I get Orange in, County, you can get plastic bags. In certain places, at certain re- mm-hmm. stores. I think the stores maybe, I don't know, pay so they don't have to do that or something. And okay. they love reminding me. But then I'm always the so woman the house. who's dropping stuff on her way back to the card. Car. <laughs> I'm like loaded up. So many. Why don't you, do you not have reusables? I do, but most of the time I mean, I'm like forget. Or I'll be just running into some, you know. Right. God forbid I go into Target and I bring in a reusable bag and then I need seven reusable bags. Yeah. I'm like carrying a bunch of things out. And they can't handle it. Yeah. The other day I was at the grocery store and I dropped eggs like it was in a movie. You did not. It was in a movie, Susie. It was like... Why don't you put that stuff on your Insta story? That's what I'm oh, there that's for. that's exactly what I'd like to do in the middle of Trader Joe's is stop and get on my phone so I can document this. Why did you just turn into a Wisconsin <laughs> mom? I don't... Okay, Susie, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm going to do at Trader Joe's. Okay, I just dropped the eggs. You want me to document Maybe it? Maybe I had to take on somebody else's persona to live with the guilt and shame that I felt at that grocery what store happened? moment. You just, just dropped mm-hmm. them. And then what? Mm-hmm. All over Tell the floor. Tell me. It was just all. And then over. they were like aisle six or whatever. The thing. Yeah. Clean up. Yeah. Somebody and had to And then I over. said, I dropped an egg and not just a, a, a egg. Eggs. Full no. carton. A dozen. I think maybe three eggs. survived. Oh my God. Did anyone help just, you? Or did everyone yeah, just stare at you? There. Oh, they just stared at me. Yeah. What can you do, though? I mean, they can't really help you too much. They no. don't have paper towels. Yeah. That is they terrible. They have reusable bags. That's it. Did you say sorry? A, t- a bunch. Yeah. You know. Accidents like, happen, Sarah. Yeah. That is hilarious. I wish I had been there. Yeah. I would have got my camera I out. know you would have. And it would have made for really, really good. You blew it. I know I did. Did but, you know. Have you heard about the... This is good for lifestyles of the weird and wacky. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There is an app called Follower that you can choose to f- get somebody to follow you for nope. one day nope. around your... <laughs> no. Nope. In your life. Why? And they won't ever talk to you or anything, nope. but they'll just stalk you basically Why? for one Why do we want day. that? Why do we want... What the fuck is that about? I think it's so interesting. Why? Why? For what? What is <clears throat> happening? Well, the person that created it is doing it as almost like experiment or performance art kind of thing. Um, 
the theory is that if someone is following you and you know it, you'd be more inclined to do interesting, adventurous things. Yeah, so the it's idea like a is a reality show without cameras. <laughs> that is so true. What am I talking yeah, about? Yeah, we did that for like 10 years. That's why I'm so into it. Yeah. All the only thing that's missing is the camera and the paycheck. Yeah, I know. You're right. I didn't think of it that way. But I just thought that it was like a compelling idea. Because mm-hmm. do you like the idea of being watched? No, I hate it. So it, you it would gives not me like the wor- It is the root of my social anxiety. Mm-hmm. Because being watched for me then comes with the and judged. Yeah. You think, well, but what if you thought they weren't judging you? Who's maybe? watching somebody and not ju- th- making judgments? When does that ever happen? <laughs> well, the woman that does it, because I think she does all of them, she said that she really feels connected to the person by the end of the day. And that she starts to think about the person like wonder what they're doing and thinking about and talking about because she can only see them and can't interact with them at all. Mm. I don't know. It's a weird idea. I'm not going to have anyone do it or anything. Well, that makes me think of this ad that I had to talk to you about. This popped up on my Instagram uh, and I even took pictures of it. It's So you know how they have those subscription boxes? Yeah. This one's called Hunt a Killer. Have you seen this? No. Oh, Suze. The first thing, I I screenshot this because I'm like, is this freaking real? So it comes up in my Instagram feed and it says, what if a serial killer delivered a package to your doorstep every month? And I was like, go on. And it's essentially that. It's a subscription box. This is not an advertisement for them. I mean, for goodness sakes, they're not paying me. And you get a box with like clues or I don't even know Uh, what's in it. But it's not a real murderer. No, Sarah. you're the only one getting those letters. <laughs> <laughs> True, but I re- you didn't specify. You're right. I should have said that it's not a, I mean, I don't think it's, you know, <laughs> but the, 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 the thing about it is that they've, they are trying to pitch it as like, it's a community of, so they have live in-person events and it says members love our in-person meetups where you get to have fun and kick back with other people who love mystery crimes as much cool. as you. Okay. That's great. Oh. Amazing together time with family, friends, and loved ones. Play your significant others, your children, your parents. Nobody, nothing brings a family together like hunting a serial killer. <laughs> hey, well, but if it's kind of like a murder mystery party, like yeah. where it says, "Hunt a killer gives you intellectually stimulate, stimulating quality time for bonding." Oh my God, I'll tell you what gives me quality time mm-hmm. is cooking with my family. Yes, that's a uh, that is a healthier option <laughs> right and then we go find murder yes no we use HelloFresh, which you guys know we have a great deal with them for 30 dollars off you go to hellofresh.com and use promo code braincandy30 you get 30 bucks off your first week of deliveries it's great for the holidays because you're freaking busy and everybody we you know we know it's chaos there everything's hustle and bustle but you can embrace it because they can set, they'll send the ingredients to your house. And like I was saying before, how you buy stuff at the grocery store and then it goes to rot in your fridge. This mm, is the opposite yeah. of that because you're going to use every ingredient and you can make these luscious meals for your family, but you, nothing goes to waste. And you choose your delivery date. And so it's super convenient and they provide the recipe and then they do them all different. So there's different recipes each week and it's flexible and you can get the Whatever's just right for you mm-hmm. if you're a vegetarian mm-hmm. or you love meat or whatever. And like I said, if you want the deal, go to HelloFresh.com and use promo code BrainCandy30. 
and you'll save 30 bucks off your first week of deliveries. You know what I'm thinking this will be great for? <clears throat> New Year's and like getting the kicking off the the year right, not having to worry about some meals. That is so true. Yeah. Yeah. What's your that. favorite recipe you ever made? Uh, on HelloFresh? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's an easy one. And now I make it every single week. It's the Mediterranean, uh, kind of like a, a fancy, fully loaded Mediterranean salad. Oh, but yeah, they you have told me that. these garbanzo beans, like you roast garbanzo beans. It's so easy. Yeah. You mix garbanzo beans, a little bit of olive oil, and cumin or cumin. How do you even say that? I say cumin. I say cumin. Yeah. Either way. Um, either way, they're delicious. And you roast those and throw them in a. a, a pita and with like that sounds great it's so good but they're like my go-to they're a great little snack and my husband's always like do we have any more of those roasted garbanzo beans that's cute yeah i think you're too cynical though about the murder box uh, well the last pay the funniest part of it that that to me is they you know after they're saying do this with your family do that with your family it says have a blast organizing your cute clues and creating your murder board <laughs> That's crazy. I, look at this picture they have of like the murder board, which oh is God. which is then will turn into, you know, that wall that the conspiracy theorists have with like the red lines, everything. Could you imagine somebody comes over to your house and you then have to explain to them, no, 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 it's a game. It's it's family bonding time. No, no, we're see we're solving it. We're trying to find the serial killer together. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird. Yeah. Okay, but it, it to me it sounds like a murder mystery party. That is kind of... Have you ever been to one of those? Yeah. I haven't. They're so fun. Oh my gosh, tell me all about it. Well, you get a character that is assigned to you, and then you read the script, and you can only see like your... Can I do it in my voice like this? It's usually like there's a character developed already, so it'll be like, this person is a southern gentleman. Or from Wisconsin. Yeah, (laughs) right. I remember one time when I was real little, I went to this one, and I was Dr. Sinister. (gasps) Oh! Ooh. And that was formative because I yeah. remember it I still to this day. That's cool. Were you? I, you know me. what? No, I'm it's never Doctor Sinister who did it. Right? That's too obvious. Yeah, it wasn't you. It's always like little Bo Peep, yeah. innocent, whatever. Yeah. We're on to you, right? The or butler like, did it. The butler <laughs> did it. That's right. Speaking of method acting, uh, I heard Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Was yeah. oh, he's weird? He's so weird, right? I'm not into that guy? I know. Me either. Well, for a little while I was. Remember, I told you I thought we were going to get married. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good thing. I love how we're like he's weird, <laughs> but we're like <laughs> pretending we're marrying celebrities. Right. Well, he was supposed to be in this play with um, oh, what's his name? Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. They yeah. were going to do a play together, and Shia LaBeouf's really into method acting. Yes. So, in the play his character was insane or followed people around or was really bizarre but so he followed um alec baldwin around and like stalked him see this is the, that thing like it's like the and that alec saying. baldwin was like cut it the fuck out and shia labeouf got cut okay good yeah yeah Just you can't be a weirdo you can't make other people uncomfortable for your own right weird acting he also didn't shower for four weeks when he did fury and Brad Pitt kicked him out of the cast hotel. I was like, you're disgusting. Get out. <laughs> I don't know if he said it in those words, but I would imagine. <laughs> it's a direct quote. Brad Pitt saying something along those lines. I can't. Probably like, hey, man. I have never. You really smell like shit. If you're an actor and you're a method actor, no disrespect to you, right. but I've never met a method actor that I was like, oh, that person's normal or heard of a method actor. I'm like, oh, yeah, but they seem yeah. totally fine. I'm always like, you are crazy. And, yeah. What about 
Oh, no. Al Pacino, I was going to say. We know. Bonks. Yep. (laughs) But whatevs. Yeah. I mean, if it works and you're not hurting people, but... But I think it messes up your head. You can't do that. Right. Um, Speaking of weird and wacky, (laughs) have you heard of something called spite houses? No. These are like... What? I saw a slideshow or an article that had a bunch of them in them. It was about like, if you, let me give you an example. I'm already If you tried to to sell a piece of land and then the offer that somebody gave you on it was like ridiculous, like so low, then, and and it was your neighbor, they were trying to like get more land on their property and then, but they lowballed you, Uh then you could build like a spite house, like a house that's garbage right on right next to theirs just to spite them <laughs> and there's a whole slideshow of all the examples of these and oh, people so, who do not love thy neighbor yeah, yeah people that are mad about something yeah and then buy and these houses are often very small because it's usually a very small plot of land and yeah. they're like it looks like a bowling alley but it's a house you know because it's so narrow and long and oh. then like for example this one it's probably the most famous example. This woman was divorcing her husband, and in the divorce settlement, it was required that he built her a replica of the house that they lived in oh. because she loved it. Mm-hmm. And so he had to do that, but it didn't say where. So he picked, like, the worst, like, in the middle of nowhere, like a marsh with, like, crap everywhere and no other houses around. Oh and this house God. is still there, sitting there. It's like a pink Victorian. I love those. Right. The things people will do. I heard that there's some story around that with the brand, that Two Buck Chuck, Charles Shaw. Yeah. Have you heard of that backstory? Well, about the wine. Yeah. There's there's some story about the reason why it's so low priced Mm -hmm. was because there was a divorce. Oh my God, I should look this up. Like the, the couple got divorced and then the wife wanted to make it so the husband couldn't make any money. So she created this like low ball wine that was always going to outsell. There's a whole story. I should just look it up before That's I get crazy. into Yeah. But it's the, it's the uh-huh. same principle of like spite yep. houses. I mean, that's something I would do. Or, like, people will paint their house with, like, smiley faces all over it. Yes. Just to bring down the value of the other houses in the neighborhood if they're in a feud. But usually, like, local ordinances can undo that. But sometimes they can't, depending on where you live. Because sometimes there's no HOA or nothing that you can do. Right. And then I think people... um, It's surprising there isn't more of that. Uh, That's what I was going to say. I I would imagine that some people just go out of their way to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, like build bigger fences and then, Mm -hmm. you know. Right. But I think that's funny. Yeah. What else? Hmm. You feeling happy? Oh, I was. uh, I'm happy today, but I was not happy yesterday. All right. Before you tell me about your, whatever you were sad about, um, I want to talk about what I'm happy about. Tell me. Bioclarity and clear skin. What's That's to be actually sad about? what I'm happy about. And basically they believe that your face is not a place for weird, harsh chemicals. So they have these soothing antioxidants from green tea and all these cucumber and oatmeal. It's, it's pretty awesome. And it's a three-step program and I swear by it. Everybody knows my whole story of like nightmare skin that was 
totally uh, fixed through BioClarity, and I'm so thankful. And they partnered with us and offered our listeners a great deal. If you go to bioclarity.com, you get your first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping, which is a $20 savings, and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. If you enter our code BRAINCANDY, that's bioclarity.com and code BRAINCANDY, and it's just a lifesaver if you have problem skin and you want something that's effective but still soothing. So give them a try. Um, so I took a flight. You yeah. know how I am on airplanes. Just Can you be more specific? I, I'm just testy and like rude and, and not, well, not rude. I just have very short patience. I have a short fuse on airplanes. <laughs> and nobody does what I want them to do on airplanes. And... I always get the middle seat. So I'm sitting next yeah. to Landon and then another guy who might as well have been another Landon because he's like in a business suit and looks like that. And I get in my middle seat and both not those motherfuckers, the they do. And I'm not even in a mood for it. So you know what I say? And it slipped out of my mouth. I think it's because Landon was one of the guys next to me. So I felt like I could say whatever, but I forgot that I did not know the person <laughs> next to me. I go, okay, well, one of y'all is going to have to give me an elbow space. And I just said it. So, so which one of you has given me a spot for my elbow? I think they both should. And they did. Yeah. And did then the one guy, guy laugh? No. He got, he looked like, who is this biatch? Who's Get out of here. For sure. Didn't even make eye contact with me. Didn't take his sunglasses off the whole time. That guy. And then he gave me the back of the elbow seat, but made sure to put his elbow on the very edge of the front. Really? So we were like touching arms the whole time. No. I wanted to make a big, but I was like, Sarah, don't make a scene. Then... That wasn't even the end of my airplane thing. Okay. So then we're on the flight back. Every seat sold out. Landon is in, you know, group A1, like, go before everybody. And he goes without you? And he, yeah, it goes without me because he goes and reserves a seat and then puts our luggage up on On top. On Southwest? On Southwest. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, So then I am, like, checked in, you know, at the airport. So I'm, like, D, you know. (laughs) Right. 68. Yeah. And uh, I'm, no joke, third to last person to get on the plane. Yes. Maybe fourth to last. And as we get on, they run out of seats. There's there's no seats anymore farther back, and there's no room for luggage. Didn't he save you a seat? There's one seat next to Landon, and then there's some in front of us, but we're already halfway through the airplane. People kept walking without seeing that there were no seats available for them, and now there's no place to put their luggage. So all these people in front of me, are telling me, go, I need to put, sit down. I need to put, sit down. And all the people behind me are standing there with their dicks in their hands, not moving. <laughs> and so nobody was doing anything for five minutes. I finally lost it. And I was like, all right, here's what we're going to do. Everybody who's behind me, you're going to take five steps back so these people can get out. Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh. And, Sarah. And, and one guy goes, well, it's nice to see somebody's taking direction. And then one other guy was like, oh, making a thing about me. He was like, oh, well, I'll just do whatever you say. I was like, oh, really? Would you act like that if I was a dude? There was a lot of that going on in my head. But I couldn't take it. Nobody was moving. So finally I was like, and then one guy was like, I'm just trying to put my bags away. I go, sir, there are no places to put your bags. All of those bins are closed. We need to move backwards. All of your stuff needs to get checked. And no, no. nobody was doing anything. Sarah, it's weird to me that people think that you're the nice one, by the way. Well, I am, nobody on the airplane thought that. And then somehow my husband was still extra in love with me that day. And he was like, so sweet. And he was like, oh, that's my wife handling business. Normally he would have been like, oh my God, there she is making a scene. He was into it. He was into it. (laughs) 
Well, that's good at least. Yeah, I mean, he was being all nice and cuddly and holding my hand and squeezed my bum afterwards when we exited the plane. So I think he likes that little bit of a, wow. you know. I just want everyone to know I would never do that. Yeah, well, you're the n- nice one on this relationship. I am, yeah, but people don't true. think that. I know. We have them all fooled. I have them all fooled. <laughs> we have them all fooled. <laughs> yeah. I act all tough. Oh, my gosh. Um, did- I got so angry. No, I'm sorry that happened to you. And then they didn't even give me, they, it, the flight was too quick to even get your drink. So I was like, oh, you know what will really calm me down? Some water. And then I didn't get any water. That's what would calm you down? <laughs> well, H2O? I, mean, I was really hungover. Oh. <gasps> oh that <laughs> explains it. Sense. Okay, now I get it. No wonder. And no wonder nobody was moving. They were all hungover too. We, we both just realized uh-huh. what really happened. Yeah, okay. Plane. I take it all back. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Weird and wacky. Yeah. There's a group in New Zealand called the Coffin Club. Okay. <laughs> and um, by the way, people on the Brain Candy Crush were like saying that they they miss how we used to have themed episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, screw it because I'm never doing that again because this is so much more fun for me. Yeah, it is. me too. That I can just talk about whatever I read that week <laughs> if it's funny and then you just have to deal with mm-hmm. it. That's it. Um, but you're gonna have to listen to every episode and just hear the combination of every theme. You're welcome. The Coffin Club is made up of all these people who want to have that death positive approach oh, that okay. our author recently talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, Confessions of a Funeral Director, mm-hmm. where they're like, "We're all gonna die, yeah, and why don't we?" make our coffins really cool and they like paint them they hand paint them and like design them however they want yeah i think they call them something else maybe like a legacy box or something i like this yeah so far i'm really into it some of them keep them in their houses and like store other things in them and they're just like a wooden box and um i love i oddly i totally for this and love this idea yeah and that they um just celebrate the fact that they're still alive Mm -hmm. but that they can take charge of their own death and plan it how they want and i think that's pretty cool yeah and i want to be buried and if if i were somebody who wanted to be buried in a box i would much rather have it be something that i had a connection to i made i put some of my energy in than something that's like lined in velvet and costs a bunch of money and somebody else is making like the profits on or you know well, not like i'm gonna make profits like, on so it. you know yeah. gross and weird yeah and, and they remind you of death it's mm-hmm. like you know if i can decorate my graduation cap why can't i decorate my coffin right that stage of life i'm gonna write that down you should <laughs> stage of life yeah. i mean we decorate for every other life event you are right and we per- personalize it yeah and we don't like to talk about death, so people don't really plan for it, and then they make their kin deal yeah. with it, and you might as well just make it fun and interesting. And Ain't nobody going to decoupage my coffin better than me. Yeah. Nobody Maybe my family. Maybe you should join the coffin club. I know. I'm kind of like feeling it, but except I want to be donated to science, so I'm not going to have a coffin. Oh, yeah. So. But, I mean, you could do something else, like your um, tombstone. Yeah, like a place marker, like a really... Yeah, like write what you want on your tombstone yeah. or whatever is going to you're going to... Have if it's a plaque or an yeah. envelope with your eyeballs or whatever the hell you're doing. Just keep my eyeballs in a jar, Susie. All right, you get to keep them. That's so nice. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Don't forget to subscribe. Oh, and leave a five star review. Bye.